The FT. While the politicians fight each other in Islamabad for control of Pakistan, they make little mention of a crisis that's likely to stunt the country's prosperity for generations: the population explosion. Victor Mallet, the FT's Asia bureau chief, spoke to me about the extent of the problem. Hi, Victor. What are the basic facts about the population explosion in Pakistan? Well, unlike other countries in Asia, even other countries in South Asia, which are very densely populated, Pakistan has really stalled in its efforts to control and reduce fertility,、uh, which means that its population is still growing at an extremely high rate. And we're looking at more than 300 million people in the year 2050. It's already nearly 200 million people. Already, we're the sixth largest country in the world, and this has enormous implications for the economy, for services, and 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 really just the impossibility of of providing education and jobs for all these new people and natural resources such as water as well. How much are resources like water already under strain? Well, the answer is a lot. Take a city like Karachi, already one of the world's largest cities. It's immensely overcrowded. It's desperately short of water. Water has to be brought in、uh, in tankers, and bribes have to be paid because the the groundwater is is salty because of in, in, encroachment from the sea. You're talking about a dozen people or more living in the typical apartment. The buses are so crowded that people sit on the roof of the bus. Absolutely routinely, you see this in Karachi. So really, you're really talking about a lot of overcrowding, and I think almost more important than that, you've got great strain on services like schools. Education in Pakistan is notoriously bad, anyway, inadequate, and the government doesn't have the money to build enough new schools, nor does it have the skilled teachers to staff them. So you've got a, a huge problem, and you, and you get a sort of vicious circle where people are coming out of school unqualified. There are millions of them, three million new entrants to the job market every year at the moment. No jobs for them. They're badly educated, and they're easy to radicalise and turn to extremism of the sort that, unfortunately, we've seen quite a lot of in Pakistan already. How does the situation compare with Pakistan's neighbours, India, for example? Well, it, it's interesting. Bangladesh, which was part of Pakistan. Until the two countries split apart in, in Bangladesh's independence war in the 1970s, Bangladesh has done a lot better. It's actually got a fertility rate of just over replacement rate, so each woman has just over two children on average during her lifetime. So they've really done a lot through NGOs, through the easy availability of contraceptions, government programs, and so on, to control their fertility and reduce the growth of an intensely crowded country. Pakistan hasn't done very well at all, and now there is some similarity in North India, where you've also got quite rampant population growth in in the states such as Bihar and Uttar Pradesh, very heavily populated states in North India. South India, on the other hand, has almost stabilised in South Indian cities the population. So India as a whole, the numbers don't look too bad. Although India will overtake China in the next. Decade or so to become the world's most populous country, and and is on track to have a population of about 1.7 billion people. But the Pakistani growth rate is very extreme. It's a real outlier in Asia, and really compares more to African countries such as Niger, which are undergoing population explosions of their own. The only countries worse in Asia than Pakistan, I think, are Timor Leste, which is a, a small country, and Afghanistan next door to Pakistan. 
So what do you think the problem is? Is it, um, are the politicians just not aware of it or is it politically unpalatable somehow for them to tackle the issue? Well, that, that's a really interesting question. The assumption that, that some outsiders would make is that this is a religious issue, that Islamic preachers don't want contraception, that it's a nationalist issue perhaps because Pakistanis don't want to be outnumbered by Indians. But in fact, the research and the evidence on the ground shows that that's not really the case and that most people are, are not worried about the religious implications of contraception or having fewer children. And indeed, a lot of Muslim leaders have advocated, you know, spacing of children and so on. So it's not actually very religiously controversial in most of Pakistan. What seems to have happened is that the politicians have simply neglected the issue. They haven't put any money or effort into it, even though in the long term it's a very important issue. They see it as something that isn't going to have any effect, quite rightly, before the next election, so they just don't care about it. So Family planning advocates are tearing their hair out because they can see that uh, the politicians just don't see it as a vote winner and therefore haven't put any effort into it, even though it would be for the enormous long-term benefit of the country. If no action is taken, what are the sort of worst risks that Pakistan faces as a result of this? Well, it looks as though um, not much is being done at the moment. But even if something is done, and even if something is done very vigorously in the form of family planning and, and the availability of contraception and so on. The population will continue to grow. That's the way population dynamics work. That's the way demographics work. Simply, you have a large number of young people. They're going to have children, even if they only have two children each. There's a lot of them, so there will be a lot more children. So the population is going to grow inevitably. I think the, the biggest risk that people see is that while the economy as a whole may grow because the population is growing, Per capita incomes will not increase greatly, and therefore the country won't become more prosperous. Natural resources will be strained, and people will find it extremely hard to get jobs, partly because they won't be well-educated, the current education system doesn't work at all well, and will be more under strain the more people are born and, and need to go into school. So you've got a, a real problem of uh, a lot of young people, a lot of young men with nothing to do, and the danger there is that they will simply turn to extremism out of desperation, if nothing else. Thank you very much, Victor. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.